Gentlemen, brothers beloved by the Lord, I'm glad you're with us. Welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. This is a Monday, so it's a Man Talk Monday. We'll get into that content in just a second, but before we do, I want to talk to you a little bit about how you can support the podcast. Um, first and foremost, make sure you're following us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find all the information at the end of the podcast. They'll give you all that cool jazz uh, down there. The second thing you're going to do is, if you haven't yet, you're going to go join the Facebook community. There's a Gird Up community on Facebook. It's a great place for uh, believers men of God chasing after uh, Christian manhood and godly manhood and masculine living uh, to talk to each other, uh, to network with each other. It's, it's a small group right now. We want it to grow. We want it to get bigger, and we want you to be a part of it. So get on there. You're going to have to answer a couple of questions. But then once you're on there, it's a forum uh, to voice your opinions, to share your knowledge and wisdom with others, and to glean knowledge and wisdom from other men. You got questions you want to know, you want, you need advice, uh, you have things to talk about, get on there, talk about them with the men that you know uh, are chasing after godliness just like you are the last thing you're going to do is you're going to consider uh donating to the podcast or supporting us financially. There's two different ways you can do that. You can go on Patreon. You can give five bucks, two bucks, a hundred bucks a month, whatever you want. Um, You can give one-time gifts, uh, repeating gifts, whatever it is. We don't charge you anything for this podcast. Um, We don't charge anything for the content. We promise that we never will. There's never going to be a paywall there's never going to be something that's uh, blocked because you didn't pay for it. Any man or boy that wants to listen to the podcast all over the world can do so for free. It's on the internet browser. You can listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, wherever. It's all free. But it does cost us money to put it up. And right now I'm footing a bill. Um, it's just, just honesty. Right now I'm footing a bill. And so we'd love for this podcast to support itself. Um, and then once this podcast starts producing money, we can start doing some other cool things um, that we've been talking about, like doing uh, devotion, more like daily devotions, um, putting together meetups and get-togethers and camps and, and all those kind of cool experiences that help support the men of God in our community. Um, so please consider doing that. The other option is that you can sponsor an episode. So an episode like this, it would be, you know, before it starts, we could you'd give me something to say. So I could say, you know, um, this episode is sponsored by yada, yada, yada. This is what they do. Um, This is why you should go with them. Um, And then thousands and thousands of people all over the world are going to hear about your organization or about your business. And they're going to hear about you on the Gird Up Podcast. So if you'd like to sponsor an episode, we can talk about pricing and all that kind of stuff. Message me, either email me or hit me up on social media, any kind of that kind of stuff. Um, But enough talk about money. It's not why you logged in. You logged in so you can learn about being a man today. Uh, It's a great episode. Lots of laughs, lots of fun. I hope you enjoy it. God's blessings on your week. Um, Thanks for starting it off on a Man Talk Monday with us. Here we go. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to become the men that God created us to be. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves and let's get to work. I am Charlie Ungemach. And I'm Jason Fry. And you're listening to Man Talk Monday on the Gird Up Podcast. Today's word is humor. I think we all know what humor is. We don't need to define humor. <laughs> humor. So uh, we love to laugh. We laugh a lot when we're together. We laugh a little too much, maybe. No, there's no such thing. No, there's, there's no such thing. People, we, sometimes we waste a little too much time. No, people that nah, say we laugh right. too much just don't have enough humor That's in their life. right. They're just not funny enough. <laughs> 
Or they don't, they get their, oh man, their sense of humor maybe is wrong. That's why they don't yeah, think it's or, funny. Or maybe they just don't yeah. get it. Yeah, they just don't get it, Just, man. Don't, just don't no get it. No one understands us. <laughs> I knew it. All right, so humor. Um, well, let's talk about humor, man. Let's talk about it. So humor, what, I guess like when I when I think of the word humor, like I, I immediately think of just <laughs> like our house, like the, the house I live in right now. Um, we have... A six-year-old, a six-year-old daughter, McKenna, three-year-old boy named Hugh, and uh, our one-year-old Jackie. And it seems like there's always just something, there's always something to find humor in in our house. Um, sometimes it's at the expense of someone else. For example, uh, Hugh, you know, he's three, he's a boy, three years old, just rambunctious as all get out. And um, his the babysitter babysitter came over the came over the other day and they always get real jacked up when the babysitter shows up they absolutely love their babysitter um and he's like i'm gonna boom the couch and he literally runs headfirst into the couch right no big deal and then he goes i'm gonna boom the wall and before any of us (laughs) charlie's already in the future here before any of us could really say anything he literally ran headfirst into the wall like and it wasn't like it was it wasn't like he like was running and tripped and fell and hit hit the wall head first. Like he went into the wall leading head first, and he he hits the wall, bounces <laughs> off. He kind of looks up like, "Oh, that was a bad idea," and he starts he starts rubbing his head. He's like, "I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay." Tell you know? yourself. <laughs> and and you know what? Like in in that moment, like when it comes to humor, you know, in that moment, it's like. We all could have been like, "Oh no, are you okay? Are you okay?" Like, you know, or the opposite, just scolding <laughs> the crap out of the kid. Oh right, yeah. it's like, "Come on, your babysitter's here, right?" <laughs> like, peop- the out- there's outsiders here that are watching us right now, you know. So like, you know, like I got, I feel like I'm in a constant state of like humorous things happening, you know. So that's, I mean, that's what I think of when I think of humor. Yeah, well, I, to, to to back backpack on that, jump on the back of that. To, to carry on with Piggy, that thought. Piggyback. Piggyback. Nailed it. Piggyback. Nailed it. To piggyback on that. Um, I don't have a family of my own, but with my students, I find that some of the most stressful situations end in just everybody laughing. So, like, when things are just, like, every, if we're trying to do an art project and just, like, everything is going wrong and it's terrible and nobody's listening and nobody, like, it just, I start getting worked up and all of a sudden I just, like, look at the TA in the back of the room and just, Start laughing. Like, <laughs> all right, let's just right, just put your stuff away. <laughs> let's just take it. Well, down. right, it, br- it brings <laughs> some it brings some like levity to the situation, yeah, it's right? Like, okay, this is not whether or not we do this art project. It's not going to change the world. You're not going to get great. Just, just, just okay. See, Fine. like, and th- and that's good that we found we found like a productive outlet for our humor because I feel like when I was in school, not <laughs> the teacher didn't always appreciate the humor I brought to the table. <laughs> wasn't wasn't agree. appreciated so i feel like i'm finally to the point in my life where most people appreciate my humor which is which is nice <laughs> yeah so why is it a good thing to be to have a good sense of humor or to have a sense of humor at all i think <laughs> there's some people that don't right well and i think as as men as christian men you know especially as we find ourselves in like leadership roles and things like that like there's certainly a time to be serious right mm-hmm. we were actually kind of talking through this a little bit just the idea of if you're never serious no one's going to respect you right and and if we are to be if we're, if we're to be adequate or if we're to be responsible leaders in a, our different roles like there's definitely times to be serious right um but i think it's also good to know for people to know that life isn't always serious right like i uh, god you know god created us um in his image right so like my joke i always like to say like god's got a sense of humor just look at me 
right? You know, like um, you know, it make, makes goofy people look at some of the animals. Look at some of the animals that are that are in this world, right? You've ever, you know, you ever looked at an anteater? Like God's like, all right, let's. Uh, so I like the elephant idea. Um, <laughs> let's do something smaller, cover in fur. Uh, yeah, we'll call it an anteater, right? Like, <laughs> well, the, you the, you hear about camels, right? The camel is a horse built by uh, what is it? Built by consensus or something like that, <laughs> right? Built by like, committee, yeah. Yeah, built by committee, yeah. <laughs> would you create that thing right and and uh <laughs> right and well when it comes to the humor too like you know how oftentimes like you talked about your classroom like talk about i was just talking about like my life at home how often does does humor you know bring levity to a situation or just break you know kind of breaks the breaks the air of seriousness when it needs to be right um where uh, you know the things in this life that are serious is our you know our, our faith in jesus and getting as many people to um see jesus when they die other than that like there's, there's not a whole lot to be serious about. You know, like you know, as far as like compared to that, you know. I was told a, a story once about it was by a pastor. I was told a story about a man in his congregation saying, "This is the man who had who like has his finger on a pulse of the congregation." I said, "Well, why?" And he, he says, "There was I don't even remember what the meeting was about, but it was like a budget meeting or something like that, where like the entire." congregation is arguing and you know they're like old men arguing with young men and like everybody's right. afraid there's going to be a fight in the parking lot afterwards you know like one of those knock down drag out meetings which happen they mm-hmm. happen yep and things get tense and uh so they finally vote and they're making this big decision and like the whole like there's a big assembly in the church and they're like it's just dead silent and they're count like they're in the back of the room counting the ballots it's been like five minutes and the chairman of the congregation is standing there in front of everybody and like, just you can cut the tension with a knife, you know. And all of a sudden, he just looks around and he goes, "So, a horse walks into a bar, <laughs> and everybody just like loses it, laughing. Like he never even told the end of the joke. It just like loses it because it was one of those situations where it's like, all right, guys, no matter what the vote is, no matter like, it's like not even to say this isn't that big of a deal. Just to say like, hey." We need to understand who we are, where we are, what our place is, and uh, this is just one decision in a grand scale. Where our congregation's been here for a hundred years, it'll be here for another hundred. Like just everybody, take a deep breath. And, and it changed the tone of the it changed the tone of the meeting, and according to the pastor, it changed the culture of the church drastically. Like because from that moment forward, everybody has this this new perspective of, you know, it'll be okay. Oh, absolutely. it'll be okay. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we were talking about like. You know, laughter, laughter in times where it may seem like you feel like you're supposed to be serious. And, you know, I think of uh, um, a classmate of mine, um, you know, died uh, from, you know, from an illness back in, you know, this was during high school. And, and uh, you know, we were, we were at his funeral and it was, you know, it, it was sad. You know, it's sad anytime a young person dies. Um, but he was, you know, a young person of faith and, you know, he got to see Jesus when he died. And, and, um, and he was, he was kind of, he was kind of a goofy guy. He was fun to have around. Um and it was after it was after the the funeral service. We were all kind of outside, just kind of, um, kind of sharing stories or whatever. And 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 uh, one of our friends like, I just imagine, like when, you know, when he died, he just like busted through the wall of heaven like the Kool Aid guy, kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you know. And, and and like and we, it's like we were crying and we were laughing. And it was just, it was very much kind of like a. Oh, like the burden of the burden of what we just kind of went through and missing our friend and how he died. Like it was just kind of like, huh, right. And it just completely changed the tone of, of how we felt. It's like, yeah, this, this was awful, but 
he's in heaven laughing right now. Like, you know, yeah. he's, he's have you know, he's, he's having the time of his life, right? Like, like nothing like we can imagine. And just that little, that little comment, of course we could all picture him cause he was kind of a, he was kind of a Gumby like guy, you know, kind of gangly. And it's like, imagine him like busting through the wall and, and, uh, be like, here I am, you know? So it's so, awesome. Oh, yeah. and, and the joke was tailored to the situation too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like a random joke from nowhere. It was specifically tailored to that situation and was tastefully done. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, Oh man, I don't know where to go from well, here. Well, it's it, it's being, you know, as as men, if we're talking about you know characteristics of of masculinity, and we're tying that in with like our roles as men, we are called to be a positive influence in those pe- in, well, in people. I mean, it's in people. Joy is what it is. No, absolutely. Yeah, and joy that stems from who our identity as children of God. Actually, um, it, it makes sense to me. That the days where I'm the crabbiest and the grumpiest and the most worn out and the most tired, like the, the days where I have the smallest <laughs> sense of humor are usually the days or you know, where there's several days in a row where I haven't had time in the morning to get into the word. Like I get like every single morning, that's how I start my day intentionally. And it's hard to be grumpy then after that. Well, um, but yeah. then like you I can clearly see a correlation between the time I spend in the word, the time I spend talking to my Heavenly Father, and my sense of humor. Um, because that's like that that is my source of joy. There is no other source of joy. Like my joy comes from knowing that I am a condemned creature but has been washed and redeemed and now that is my new identity. And what isn't there to be happy about, man? Yes, absolutely. I think, so then yeah. if that can carry on into our daily lives, there's gonna be a whole lot of humor. <laughs> right, right. And uh, I well, and, and the understanding that this is all just it's, it's all going to pass away. Absolutely, like the most gr- the gravest of situations, the most stressful of times, are not only going to be forgotten, but they're like they're just like they don't even in like in a really truly great grand scheme of things, unless it's a matter of soul, it doesn't matter. Absolutely, and um, so understanding that there really are very few stern situations right. because the only truly truly stern situations are the ones where someone's soul or life is in danger no that's, no and that's true and that's uh that's a page out of kind of like the the way that um my wife and i've kind of set up our marriages there's really not there's really not a whole lot of stuff to get really really worked up about you know like yeah there's, there's a lot of eye rolling though uh yeah. no it's like her rolling her eyes like yeah oh, it's just it's just she no? just Good. she just only when she doesn't get my humor which <laughs> i am always funny she just doesn't always agree there with you that go. so um no like like you said like there's just there are definitely things that are that warrant our seriousness right mm-hmm. um i was thinking like i'm gonna butcher this but it's in psalms about how you know blessed is the man um who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked who does not do other things. Um, he is like, well, like he's like a tree planted by streams of water, right? Providing shade, you know, providing uh, shade. Yeah. And, um, you know, part of you, you hit it, you hit it so well, as far as when you find yourself like not in the word and you find yourself, uh, maybe in your own thoughts, um, you often seek out those people that are a shade, right? Like they are that tree planted by streams of water. I think of, um, there's a guy, <laughs> there's a guy at my gym who, um, you know, I, I can't remember what happened, but one day, like, you know, as men sometimes do compare, like, you, you know, like the size of your legs, you know, like, you know, uh, I'm kind of a thick individual built from, built from the middle down when it comes to like a load bearing mammal, like, uh, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like that's, that's something at the gym oftentimes like, ah, you know, Jason, you're you just identified yourself as a load bearing mammal. Absolutely. Um, 
you know, like, uh, you know, Jason, you're, you're real strong. I'm like, yeah, but like you could run for five minutes and not feel like you're going to die. <laughs> right. Like I, I couldn't do that. Like I'm a load bearing mammal. You're kind of, you're kind of like an antelope, right? Like, right. you know, so, uh, and he, he like flexes his leg one day and I like flex my leg one day. He's like, how's your Christ walk? And so now every time, every time, and I don't know what, like, it's not funny, like to anyone, <laughs> it's not funny to anyone else, but now every time we see each other, he like flexes his leg, kind of pulls up his shorts a little bit. And he like points at his quad and he's like. How's your Christ walk? And now that's like a conversation that we yeah. have, have on, on occasion. Of, uh, it's just like, how's your Christ walk doing? It's like, oh, it's going all right, or it's not going all right, or you know, I read this thing in the Bible today, or you know, it's it's just kind of a it's it's a it's a it was a thing that kind of started as a humorous thing, and now it's a thing that we use to talk about you know spiritual matters and how we're doing. It's kind of almost like a spiritual check in every time we see each other, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah, uh, I like. So you were talking about a, a, a tree planted by springs of water. Uh, if you've ever, so I think of when I was a landscaper or when I was playing football. Um, those hot, hot, hot days in the summer. Yeah. You go, you go like, well, landscaping was sometimes like five or six hours, but uh, football, three, four hours uh, in a hot sun, you barely get anything to drink. You're going, you're going, you're going, you're parched, you know, you're, you're tired. And when you finally get to like, take off your pads, take off your cleats, go sit down under the, under the, in the shade of the trees in Luther Hollow at MLC. And you get a, and just like sit down and relax and look at each other. And just that like. Breath of, breath of fresh air, like you <laughs> oh, just right. like, you know, and you like you finally get to wind down. And if you bring humor to a situation, you can be that for people who are who are laden down. No, you absolutely. You can be that for people who are having a, you know, having a rough day, having a struggle, or just legitimately weighed down by sin and guilt and shame. And whether they know it or not, you can be that breath of fresh air, that warm sunshine shining on their faces. Yeah, and that's and that's how that's how I kind of view it. Like you know, I, I try not to be goofy and silly all the time, but. Oftentimes, like someone, you know, you spend some time like this, you know, this happened, happened with just spending time with you is um, not always like in the greatest mood or maybe like the day's been, been a little rough. But then when you get down to sit with sit with somebody um, and have have a few laughs, like it completely changes the tone of your day from that point on. Right. And you you leave that situation feeling better because you're just kind of like, huh, all right, you know, we're kind of ready to go on. You know, like the, the burdens that you have, like didn't really, aren't, aren't, don't really seem like a big deal anymore. Um, and you kind of, kind of renews you a little bit, just like after a real long, hard working day, like to find some shade and to, you know, get some cool water in your system or whatever. It's, it's, it's like that, right? Like that's what uh, us as Christian Christians or Christian men can do with, with, with humor, right? It seems humor seems like such a trivial thing if you don't think about it, but like, it's a gift from God that we can use to bless others. Yeah. I think it's, it's also like, like you said, it's such a great bonding tool. You know, like if you, if you imagine like if you're in a room full of people, you don't know, you're at a party or something or like in the weight room, you don't know anybody there. Right. If you can walk up to somebody, like shake their hand and say hello, it's going to be a little weird and awkward. But if you and somebody else like lock eyes and start laughing about something, <laughs> you wouldn't have to like, it doesn't matter if you don't agree on anything else. You can start right there and have a conversation and be at least be friendly with each other yep. and be comfortable with each other. It's, it's, it's a bonding thing, you know, <laughs> just like lock eyes and laugh and off we go. Uh, so the, the other day I was at, I was, buy, I was buying the, the, the stand for that sign mm-hmm. we had yeah. on the table at the, at the men's retreat. And so I went to Hobby Lobby and it's like six o'clock in the evening on a Friday night. 
and I was tired. I hadn't eaten dinner. I was ready to go home. And um, you know the kind of so there's two kinds of people that go to Hobby Lobby frequently. They're like young women who uh, do art projects and stuff, and then there's just like your crazy aunt who shouldn't even be allowed to leave the house, right? And so there's these two old ladies in, in line in front of us, and. I, oh, I'm pretty sure there's a coupon on. Did you check it? Oh, look in your purse. And there's two ladies. Like, I don't, I'm not kidding you. I was the second person in line for 15 minutes. <laughs> and this poor kid, it's like a 16-year-old kid running a cash register. And they're going, I'm pretty, can you call that man? I don't think she heard me. Oh, we have a friend out there and she hasn't heard us either. We can't pay until she gets there. Like, never took a breath. <laughs> and just going and going. And I was, I, I, was, I wasn't angry. It was like, I'm like, just leave you know just like <laughs> please leave and i was getting to be just so like i was starting to get wound up if like i just turned my head and made eye contact with the with the girl in line behind me and just went and she giggled and we laughed and it was like like you said just totally changed the course of the day which is like okay just uh, this is the one time they're gonna get out this month so just let them be just, it's like it's like somebody like crazy aunt sue out again you know like, it's oh, just man. over it was you know like it was, it was just such a hobby lobby experience but oh right but like they, you know but like you said like if you would totally ca- change the tone if you'd have carried on like that you like you might have you might have lost it. Like you might have said something like untoward. I had a heart attack or yeah. hypertension or something, man. Like it was it was getting close. Oh, Pretty man. sure I had a vein popping out somewhere or something. Oh no, that's that's uh that's similar to like you know if you go if, for those of you that know the experience of grocery shopping with little kids, like oftentimes like our kids will be a little bit more a little bit more of a handful when we get out into the grocery store and. And, you know, there's those times where, like, they're not listening or something like that. Or, like, you know, like, Hugh already kind of gave you a picture of what he's like. <laughs> just, like, he's just being goofy. Like, he's goofy and not listening. And and then all of a sudden he'll lose it. And a lot of times, like, in, a lot of times, like, if there's someone next to us, I can tell. You know, you can just tell when people are, like, looking at you. Kind of like, holy smokes. And I'll, like, look. <laughs> and I'll, like, look over. Like, yeah, we're still trying to find his parents. <laughs> you know? And a lot of times, like, I'll, like, I'll, like, look away. And then, like, I'll look back. I'm, like, we're his parents. <laughs> you know? But, like, they laugh. I laugh. And then, like, my wife will laugh. And it's, like, all right, let's just get let's just get what we're getting and get out of here safely, right? And so, like I said, in that moment, it's kind of like putting things in perspective, <laughs> right? Exactly. So awesome. All right, go find ways to express your uh, your humor. Absolutely, even awesome. if they don't get it. Yeah, even if they don't get it, keep trying. <laughs> Sooner or later, you gotta you can only swing you can only strike out so many times in a row. Right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing on our podcast, make sure you're sharing it with friends and family, men in your life who you think need to hear our message. You can find us on social media, on Facebook under the Gird Up Podcast, and there's a Gird Up community as well there where you can interact with other men on the journey toward Christian manhood. You can find us on Instagram as girdup underscore like underscore a underscore man. If you'd like to help us bring our message to more men just like you all around the world, you can hit up our Patreon account. Type in www.patreon.com forward slash girdup. And finally, please leave a five-star rating or review on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify. What that does is it helps us get more attention in the podcast world and bring more men to our message. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. Thank you for all the ways you support us and help spread the word. Until next time, go gird up and be the man that God created you to be.